background was the growing struggle between two great powers to shape the post-war world. Welcome back to another episode of the Centre Wicket Podcast on Sport FM 91.3 for our 10th and final episode of 2019 before we have a small break and come back bigger and better for 2020. I'm your host, Bray Loveridge, and I'm joined by Ethan Roth. Ethan, how are we going? Yeah, it's good to be here, Bray. Obviously, last episode of 2019, so looking to go off with a bang. Yep. Of course, we've got a special guest in the building next to you, Ethan. Uh, We've got Hobart Hurricanes player and Tasmanian contracted fast bowler. And plays in a lot of the T20 legs across the world is Aaron Summers. Aaron, how are we? Yeah, good. Great to have you on. Uh, we're getting into the questions. Uh, first, can you tell us off what you're doing in Perth and why you're here and how the big BBL's going uh, for your boys, Hobart? Obviously, they played their first game today. Uh, how's it all going? Yeah, um, I've relocated now to South Australia. So I've been living there for uh well this cricket season so far um i'll just come back for for two weeks over christmas um and the new year's to see my family obviously born and raised in perth so i've just come back for two weeks and i'm gonna play two grade games for wanneroo on on saturday which is good because i've only played one game in the last four years there so um and the hurricanes boys i haven't been over in hobart so i haven't been trained with the lads but um from the list that we've got and how we've been the last two years um should be pretty strong again yeah so does that like affect your um bbl commitments like so you basically just ruled yourself out for these next few weeks or how does it work in so- to- um I, I haven't ruled myself out it's more i've, I've kind of been ruled out yeah okay. um yeah at, at the moment the hurricanes feel like they've got a lot of bowling depth um so they've told me for the meantime that um i'm not going to be required um unless there's probably injuries or well, a few people don't do too well, so uh, I guess it's just wait and see for the first first few games, see how the boys go, um, and kind of just on the sidelines waiting. Yeah. yeah. Um, so tell us about growing up. We believe, you know, you obviously said um, you grew up in the northern suburbs of Perth and uh, went to Warwick High, we believe. So can you tell us about that and, you know, your path went to club and districts cricket and, you know, did you play any other sports or anything or was it just cricket? Yeah, um, I lived in the same house my whole life. Uh, in Marangaroo, um, went to Warwick Senior High School um, because of a footy program there. Um, I was more of a footballer till I turned probably 18 or 19, and, and when I stopped playing, that's when I stopped playing footy after I missed out on the draft. So that's when I um, put everything into into cricket. Um, but yeah, grew up same spot. Um, played footy, cricket, uh, baseball, t-ball, softball. Um, so mixture of mixture of sports. Um, growing up. Yeah. So. Uh, saying you tried to go down the footy pathway, when did you realise you could become a professional cricketer and when did it happen that you got uh, contacted by professional uh, outfits and franchises? Yeah, um, as I said, I played both footy and cricket. I was more si- more serious on the footy. Um, I was in the, I was in the state 18s for footy and the state 19s for cricket at the same time and they both trained at the same time and... You know, one was in pre-season, one was in-season, uh, and vice versa. So it was all year round training with both of them. It was pretty tough. Um, I was down at Subiaco. I played what, three years of Colts there, um, and a year of senior footy there at Subi. Um, I was in the 2014 draft, and 
was probably an outside chance. Had interviews with with five AFL clubs. Um, didn't get picked up, and then um, I decided to to really have a crack at cricket because I thought there was more of a chance there. Because I feel if you, if you don't get picked up as an 18, 19 year old in footy, it, it gets a lot tougher. Um, having to go through a waffle and probably win a Sandover medal or something like that to to get picked up. Um, so that's when I yeah put all my effort into cricket. Yeah. And so, you know, for your aggressive fast bowling action, you know, you've been up there with the likes of Brett Lee, Sean Tate, in terms of, like, the fastest balls being bowled. Um, in, like, in Big Bash history, like, what's this like? And, you know, have you always been able to bowl, like, really fast, faster than other sort of kids? Yeah, it's it's my difference between me and, and a lot of players is obviously um, my pace and um, every game of, of cricket I've played, I've been the quickest in the side, Um you know, regardless of where I've been, so it's, it's always been, as I said, my point of difference. Um, and yeah, like my my big bash debut, I think, from what I've been told, it's the quickest domestic, you know, TV debut ever. Um, mm. Well, since I've had, you know, cricket on TV and the speed cameras and and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, to to be able to bowl fast is is pretty cool. As I said, it's it's a point of difference and it's pretty exciting and and you know people like to see it. So. Um, and I've always been, I've always been quicker than than anyone my age, and really any teams that I've played in. Yeah. Um, so can you give us an insight into the franchises you play for, including the Pakistan, Canada, and Euro League teams you play for? Um, how do you think you've gone for them in the past, and uh, will you be returning in the future? Yeah, they're all they're all different. Um, Big Bash cricket is is franchise cricket to an extent. Because um, it's not obviously state contract cricket, but when when you talk about Canada and and um, and Pakistan and and the IPL and all them ones, um, they're, they're completely different because you've actually got an owner instead of instead of you know Hobart Hurricane is pretty much run by Cricket Tasmania, where like Karachi Kings are owned by a bloke called Salaman Iqbal who owns pretty much the Foxtel of um, of Pakistan, the the AOY um, network. So you're kind of playing for like your boss, yeah. <laughs> so like some some big bloke, he's worth six hundred fifty million dollars. So there's added pressures with that, um, and you know being an overseas player and and you know you go out for dinners more and you you go out and in Dubai and, and do do a lot more, a lot more stuff. Um, it's a lot it's a lot different to to franchise cricket here. Yeah, and um, so how did those opportunities sort of come up? And was it something you sort of did, um, playing in different conditions against? and with um, other players that you normally wouldn't do, so it would help you when you did come back to Australia, knowing that you've had those experiences? Yeah, um, it was a bit of a shock to everyone when I got picked up in Pakistan. Um, I only played one game for Hurricanes, and, and you know, again, picked up over there was a bit of a surprise to everyone, but it was just simply because they wanted someone quick. Um, and I was on the cheaper end of the, of a bracket for an overseas player as well. Um, so they just wanted someone, something different, someone quick. So that's how I probably got picked up in Pakistan and then, you know, Canada and Europe. Um, I both got picked up probably on the back of the exposure from Pakistan and a little bit from the Big Bash as well. Um, and, you know, being able to go there, you know, playing Dubai and Pakistan is completely different conditions to, to what you're going to get in Australia. Um, so I reckon in the future it probably holds me in good stead, um, having to, you know, bowl more slow balls and, and change my lengths and, and try a few different things over there. Were there any, like, big-name players over there, like any, you know, international stars or, like, who did you play with? 
Yeah, um, obviously in Karachi we had you know Muhammad Amir, um, Barbara Azam. Uh, we had Colin Ingram, Colin Munro. Um, we got Livingston, who's now at the Scorchers. Yeah. Um, a lot of blokes like that. And then at Vancouver, we had you know Andre Russell, Chris Gale, Shob Malik, uh, Chadwick Walton. So we had mm. qu- you know quite a few good players um, in both them sides. Which was you know good to mingle with them and, and get to meet them and and you know still chat with most of them guys still on Instagram or, or on WhatsApp or, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, you touched on it briefly just before about the BBL this uh, BBL nine. Uh, do you aim of playing a game uh, in this BBL or have you? as you said before, uh, just looking to play grade cricket in Perth. Yeah, obviously I've um, always want to play. You know, it's my third year now on the Hurricanes list and um, I've only played the first game that I was available for, so I haven't played really since. So um, obviously every year I'm, I'm um, you know, making sure I'm I'm fit and ready to go and, and you know, in good form. So if I, if I do get called upon, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go. Um, straight away, you know, saw BBL seven. I think my first year, um, Riley Meredith made his debut in the semi-final and played the semi in the grand final. And obviously, for him, that was a call-up he wasn't expecting. So, um, you know, just have to stay ready. And if, if you know a few people get injured or if a few people are out of form or they're struggling or if they want more pace or change the team dynamics or something, um, you know, 14-game season, I'm, I'm going to be ready to go if, yeah, if needed. What's like, do you know the general vibe around the group? Do you reckon, obviously, they had a really good year last year. Um, do you know how the boys are feeling and do you think, you know, they can go all the way this year? Yeah, it's, it's hard for me to gauge. Um, the last two years that I've been contracted with the Canes, I've also been contracted with Cricket Tasmania, so I've been there, you know, all year round. So I'm, I'm, I'm with the boys, you know, day in, day out. So it, it's more easier to, to know what the vibe is. Um, I haven't been there, so I can't honestly tell you, but I'd assume it'd be pretty good. Um, obviously missing Joffre and, and probably Wadey, I'd assume, for most of it. Um, but, you know, rest rest of the boys... You know, you Caleb Jules and, and your Riley Merediths and all them blokes, um, you know, they're a year older, they've played more cricket, so I reckon them boys ready to ready to stand up. Yeah, and how do you see your career going forward from here? Um, do you have any Australian like, aspirations at any um, form of the game? And do you ever think of, you know, like playing for WA or even the Perth Scorchers and um, if that opportunity came up or are you just like happy with where you're at? Yeah, well, as I said, I'm, um, I've relocated to South Australia now, so I train with the, t- train with the Redbacks here, and I've been playing second level for Redbacks. Um, so at the moment, my goal is really to hopefully play four-day cricket there for South Australia and, and hopefully earn a contract at the end of this year. And then, you know, from there, um, as I said, hopefully next year I'll play a bit of one-day cricket and, and a bit of um, four-day cricket next year. And... Um, hopefully sign a big bash contract either re-sign the hurricanes or or elsewhere and and get to play some big bash um next year and, and pretty much just hopefully play a lot of domestic cricket in australia in, in all three of the formats yeah um so what we're going to do now is we got a little game here it's going to be aaron versus or Bra- well, not verse but at the same time we've got some questions um obviously it's been a week and a bit since our last episode so there's been a lot of news with the big bash starting but I'm basically just going to say some some questions to headlines and at the same time you guys are going to say overrated or underrated to whatever statement it is. Yeah. So first one, um, overrated or underrated, the, uh, the new golden cap for the highest wicket taken run scorer makes the big bash better. Oh, it's overrated. Yeah, probably overrated. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
the Big Bash finals format of top five will finally reward the top teams throughout the tournament. Yeah, underrated. I agree. That'd be good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can say personally from or, from a, from a Kane's point of view. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> being knocked out. Yeah, yeah, you can say yes or no, underrated, underrated, or overrated. Sorry, um, there is not a better young talent in Australia right now than Josh Philippi. I know oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, uh, it's hard to compare. I think hard to compare bowlers and batters. Um, but yeah, in terms of batting talent, it'd be it'd be one of the top ones. Yeah. Obviously, you got the IPL contract, mm. so obviously yeah, people are seeing yeah. good stuff in him. So it's a bit of bit of yeah. hard one there. Um, yeah. The next one, the Boxing Day test should be a day nighter from now on. Overrated. Overrated. I can yeah. keep tradition, keep it how yeah. it is. Like in Perth, you wake up mm. and bang it's on. Yeah. And then obviously over east would be obviously yeah. a bit later, but yeah, um, keep it the way it is. Next one, Australia will whitewash the Kiwis three zero. Underrated. I think that will, yeah okay I tend to agree there. Well, I think it might be a draw. One of the new, new yeah, episodes. I reckon maybe uh, maybe some CG one potentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, DRS reviews should be introduced in the Big Bash from now on because of the yes. all the bad umpiring. Um, I believe. I agree, but if they're going to do that, I reckon I have to get rid of these timeouts, or else mm. the game's going to drag on for so long with yeah. the timeouts and the and the DRS. Yeah. Um, yeah. A few more. Uh, Peter Siddle has had his time in international career and should not be recorded for any format in a, for Australia. Yep. Depends. Oh, I know. It, it depends how he's going. Um, as he, he's getting a little bit older and, and he's had a few chances. Um, but you know, in England conditions and, and a few other conditions, obviously they like to go to him. So, uh, yeah, I'm on the fence that one. Okay. Um, to make it fair with the batting concussion rules, you should be able to replace a bowler if they get injured in a test match. Yep. Should be able to so have a great. mutual yeah. doctor that determines it. Yeah, it's going to be a hard, hard one to judge. Mm. But, you know, seeing Lockie Ferguson go down, um, yeah, it could have been pretty much end of, end of a test match there. Yeah, the second last one. Uh, Farwood Ahmed is stiff to be at number 11 and should be promoted inside the top six <laughs> for the Scorchers next game. <laughs> I'm not sure about top six. Say <laughs> so overrated. <laughs> overrated. Maybe, maybe eight or nine, maybe. <laughs> Maybe 10. <laughs> yeah, maybe 10. Some, yeah. <laughs> Matt Kelly might go below him. Yeah. Um, and last one, Aaron Summers would be the eventual winner of either the Golden Cat with the bat or ball. Uh, I don't reckon I'm winning either of them, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the wickets is up there. Yeah, maybe um, not the runs. Probably not going to get the opportunity. Yeah. What do you, what's your batting like? Can you yeah, get a few bad. runs? It's getting better. Where are you batting for Wanneroo? Uh, I think I was seven on weekend. Seven. Yeah. Top order, yeah, kind like of, almost top order. It's close yeah, enough. Like, like a best of the bowlers, like a yeah, Pat Cummins sort of thing. Yeah, top of the order. Andre Russell. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I believe you got in strife yeah. now, Ethan. So in strife, obviously, um, Aaron, if you don't know, it's just someone or anyone in the sporting industry over the last week. Uh, it could be a player or any organisation or anything that's in some strife. Uh, the first one I got is the Perth Scorchers batting. They've been known to not be able... They've been known for their bowling. Um, they've just never been able to get good scores. Um, they're lucky to get 130 even <laughs> with that forward over hitting yeah, Forward Armand was still at the thunder. We yeah, we they were like struggling to get... They were like 110 or something with like less than two of us yeah. left. Like, I don't know. I know it's the first game and it was an away game, but I just think, you know, they need to pick it up. Um, a lot of their top batsmen failed. I think yeah. Mitch Marshall, Green were the highest score. Yeah. Yeah, one of them. Um, 
Yeah, as you said, Sean Marsh usually, mm. when he's available, plays that role and, and normally scores a high majority yeah. of the runs and, and Turner's been normally finishing it. Um, so there's, there's, there's a hole there and I, I thought they were going to sign two overseas bats with one being a middle-order yeah. stick and then go over Livingston, but obviously they went with Jordan instead. I thought they were just going to back the local quicks and, and go over two overseas um, batters. But um, I played with Livingston over in Karachi. Um Obviously got one that kept a bit low. I smacked on the pad the other day, but if he gets going, um, he's awesome to watch up yeah. the top there. So yeah, apparently he got a couple of runs in a practice match oh, yeah. as well, if, a week ago. If he gets going, he's awesome to yeah. watch. He slaps them and hits them to weird spots. Um, hits the ball hard. So he should get scorched off to a few flyers and then it's off to Marsh and a few through the middle to hopefully finish it off. Mm. And um, I haven't put this officially in the strife, but I reckon Adam Voges could be in some strife because he was the coach first year last year. They obviously finished bottom. They do not want to do that again. <laughs> obviously, it's hard to um, back up the performance of Justin Langer. But, I mean, I don't know. You can't really blame it all on him, but I suppose, you know, a lot of it does people see it as the coaching. So yeah. it's just interesting to see. Like, obviously, it's good, and there's probably not, no one else you can really replace him with at the moment. But... Anyway, um, the next one in Strife, umpiring the first few games of the BBL, it's been really inconsistent. I don't usually like to bag the umpires, but um, they haven't, I don't know, they've just been really inconsistent and there's been a few DRS, uh, sh- people saying there should be DRS because of it. I remember it was when Kawaja got, it was Plum, like, f- not first ball, fir- third ball, well, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was not out and then... Livingston was, it was pitched out, outside yeah. off or yeah, so probably still canning yeah. in but um, <laughs> and then there was one last night they didn't actually show like the the Poor ball fun. tracking but um Callum Ferguson like it was re- there was a ball and he it was hitting really high and I thought it was missing and they gave that out so I don't know yeah, I was thinking it's in strife but I don't know if they should get DRS or not as we touched on before it's hard yeah because like, you want it but it, T20 it's supposed to be like fun fast and like move the game quick so I don't know if it would slow it down yeah because what in the IPL they've got timeouts and Mm. they got two timeouts and DRS yeah I can see the reason for Mm. DRS but I can also see the reason for not having it Um, and the last in strife for this week I've got New Zealand's batting performance Um, their bowling I thought was alright even though they went Australia got like 416 I think it was in the first innings but they still tried hard Neil Wagner his bounces his short ball was uh, like it was good contest. Hit Matt Wade heaps of times, mm. and it was like good, good contest. Um, and they're batting. I don't know. It's didn't. I think they're gonna drop that open over Val for yeah. the Boxing Day test. Apparently, they're bringing yeah. a big quick as well. That's like mm. seven foot, maybe yeah, yeah, into yeah. the squad. Yeah. And there was talks about um Australia going with like doing something where they get they drop a batsman, put paint up to six, and then bring an extra. Bowl and put like comments Who'd you on drop? Steve Smith on your <laughs> Sunday perform. <laughs> but I don't think they'll do that. I don't think you need like I, yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't really want to see like Pattinson or comments at seven and Payne at six. Like I don't know. They should just stick with it. With it. I don't think Neza should be in. I think Pattinson should yeah, get Pattinson a call up. experienced boxing day test. Yeah. Um. So yeah, New Zealand batting performance. They need to improve for next next test match and for the series. Yes. Now we've got the Q and A from the Instagram. Followers, thanks for all the questions, everyone. Uh, got heaps in, but couldn't go with everyone. Yeah, couldn't go with all of them. We've got about 40 or so. Yeah, probably the most we've got mm. uh, for any guest. But we'll start off from Lachlan, no, Lock Starhall, I believe it is. Uh, who are you mates back in Darwin? 
with? Um, well, I've been Darwin the last four winters, so I've been there for a bit playing for Darwin, Darwin Cricket Club there. Um, most of my mates I've, I've played with in other states as well that have come over to Darwin, so like Josh Doyle, Luke Shelton, Luke Sanchetta, Connor Hawkins, all, all these blokes, Doolan. Um, I've played with them two, three, four years all in Darwin and, and you know, they live interstate and keep coming back. Yeah. Uh, next one we got is from Manav Sangvi, I think it is. Um, you touched on it before with footy, but see what you say. Uh, if not career, what would your second career choice be? Yeah, I definitely think it'd be be footy. Um, yeah, probably footy or or baseball is probably one of them. Who's probably what I'm. Well, footy then baseball probably is what I'm next best at. Yeah. Yep. Next one's from Dylan O'Neill. If you could compare yourself to one bowler in the world, who would it be? Um. Well, the common one I normally get is Tatey. Yeah. Um, I feel like I got a slightly different action to him. I don't sling him as much as what he does, um, and he's a little bit quicker than what I am. Um, but that's that's the normal um, comparison there. Yeah. Uh, next one's from BBL underscore nine news. Uh, who is the me- most talented player you've been in a team with? Yeah. Um, that's a tough one. Um. There's been a few, but it'd be pretty hard to go past probably Bubba at the moment. Mm. Bubba's arm. Um, yeah. yeah. I reckon his, his test career will take off fairly soon. He's, he's, been, he's pretty young. How old is he? He's 24, 24. 25 maybe. Yeah, um, and good. You know, I think he's a legit 24, 25 as well from what I've been told. Yeah. Well, he was in the T20 series. Oh, he was in the test and T20 yeah, series. Yeah, yeah. Number one. Yeah, he's T20 number one batsman. T20 batsman in the world. Mm. He averages over 50 in, in one day as in T20 cricket. And yeah. I reckon he's not too long. He's averaged over 50 in Test cricket the last two years, um, but he had a pretty slow start before then, so he's still averaging 40-odd, I reckon. Yeah, but I reckon he'll, he'll climb in Test got, rankings as well soon. You got a Test century, I'm pretty sure. It was it Brisbane and Adelaide? He got, one, got 90, he got two, I think he got like 97 yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, he got so. 97 in uh, Adelaide. I was at that game. Yeah, yeah so, so I get out. One Test Next question from Cooper underscore Moz. What's your favourite thing... Uh, to do between games so like what hobbies to do yeah games? so uh, so i've been living in adelaide so pretty similar to perth in terms of um good beaches and all that and good weather so normally either going out of beach or i've been playing a lot of basketball like a lot of pick up basketball and shooting a lot of hoops so um yeah. one of them too yeah you follow your basketball who do you go from the nba clippers man since clippers. 2011 since so. since Kawhi and paul george moved no nah, since 2011, 2011. <laughs> since blake first started it yeah, yeah that's when i first started watching yeah um Next one from BBL News Zero, I think it is. Um, most annoying Hurricanes teammate. Most annoying. <laughs> um, have to be Matt Wade. <laughs> no, um, Wade is not annoying. Um, I don't know actually. Is there just someone who you just like? If you go, if but, you went uh, on tour, you just can't room with or anyone like that. Uh, uh, the lads are actually pretty good at, at the Hurricanes, but um, it'd probably maybe oh, Riley or or Jimmy Faulkner. Um, they're both funny as anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think they get on. They don't get on my nerves, but yeah. I think they get on a few, few of the others. Well, yeah, I'd say they're pretty uh, funny. Clive Rose. No, Clive's awesome. He's good. I lived with him for a little bit. When I was in yeah. when I was in Tasmania when I first moved down. Uh, yeah. he's, he's good. Lad. He's pretty chilled. Pretty laid back. Yeah. Mm. Next one from uh, Cricket Aussie. What's your favourite ground to play at? Um. I don't know. Um, 
I've played a whacker a few times and obviously like bowling them out with a pitch and a carry and yeah. a bounce. So I've always loved that. Um, but other than that, it's probably playing back uh, back in the NT at, at Carlin. Um, I like playing there as well. Yeah. Um, this one's from AR Aaron. Uh, how important is getting your front foot landing right? Yeah, it depends on if you're um, what kind of fast bowler you are. I'm, I'm a front-on fast bowler um, and it's pretty... Um, important for me to brace the front leg and the, and you know get my get my momentum through front leg and, and really whip over the top of it. So um, yeah, it's pretty important to get get front foot right if that's what he's talking about. If he's talking about yeah. not bowling no balls, well, obviously that's pretty important as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next one's from Butts Graham. Uh, <laughs> how much do you like playing basketball when your days off uh, with the captain down at? Uh, Bolden. <laughs> yep. Um, I love playing with the captain, um, Matty Butler. He reckons he's Captain America. He's an absolute unit. Um, I play, yeah, so he's one of the blokes I play with down in down in Adelaide. And as I said, I go down there, you know, Friday, Saturday nights and sometimes during the week. But depending on, on what cricket I'm playing, if I'm bowling, obviously I don't go down. But there's a good group of lads down there in Bowden that, you know, I play pick-up basketball with and he's one of them. Yeah, I think we got a few more that's coming through. Um, so this one on my phone, uh, BBLO9 underscore wants to know, why was and thoughts on Ben McDermott being captain in Wade's absence? Yeah, I only, only saw that the other day, um, that Benny Mack was, was captain. Obviously, in the past, it's been um, it's been painy for years and then obviously with him, with test commitments, it moved on to George Bailey. Um, and then... George giving it up and, and giving it to Wadey. I think the obvious choice would have been obviously Bales, but um, you know he doesn't want to captain anymore. He's, he's well pretty much retired. Well, he has, but not with Big Bash. So I reckon they obviously wanted to go more to the to the youth and and give Benny Mack a go. So I reckon it's a pretty good choice. I reckon he's matured a lot in the last few years. So I reckon he'll do a good job. Yeah, and laugh, lucky laugh thing. So BBL Super Coach, um, how is young Matt Wright looking in BBL Nine? Uh, any sneaky chance he could make his debut soon? Who's that? Mack Wright. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure he wasn't contracted, but I think he might have come on for Matty Wade as an um, as like a replacement while Wade's away with the Aussie side, uh, which means I think Mac has to be in the 13 today. I'm not sure if mm. he will play or if Nathan Ellis will play. I'm sure one of them have to make their debut today. Um, so you know he got a chance at at one day level and and hit a hundred. I think against or oh, even New South or Queensland. I think it was New South. Um, so. Yeah, if he, if he gets an opportunity through the middle, I reckon he'll he'll do a decent job. Yeah, yeah we've got to finish it. Oh, just saw yeah. Ellis. Yeah, Ellis got the selection. Yeah. Ellis, okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, good on him. Um, and what's this one? Oh, yeah, simulation cricket just now come through. Um, Pavel Florin obviously came on our show, uh, one of our last guests, I think. Um, yeah. It was great. Um, Pavel considers you his best friend. How did that happen? Yeah, I, I love Pavel. Um I'd chat to him pretty much as soon as I seen him in the in the Europe League and in the Europe League there, um, and we chat a bit on Instagram and you know it's good to see him in Australia. Um, uh, I mean I'm in his dream eleven. I'm in his I'm in his first eleven with quite a few good players. I don't know how I've made it, but um, 
and then yeah he chats me a lot on, on twitter and instagram and, and all that and you know like all his stuff i like how he goes about it so yeah we talk quite a bit yeah he's getting massive in the on social media yeah with plenty of shows um, <laughs> he's awesome i think ours is a bit better than the front bar but <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, yeah we're good. up there he gave us a few bit of a few memorabilia as well his hat his yeah. signed bat some money i think what did he give us some, like <laughs> romanian yeah. money like, yeah. he was like yeah have this as a souvenir five, it was like five, yeah five dollars like three, three or five dollars yeah. and it was like three dollars yeah. australian yeah. or something yeah. it's good yeah it's awesome straight to the exchange unit <laughs> <laughs> i think Callan, yeah. one of our other um, got members got, got it or something yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. gave it to him well that, that's just about it guys um yeah. obviously thanks to aaron for coming in uh obviously you're over here for a while for christmas uh yeah. thanks for coming in um but thanks for listening uh and thanks to Ethan, of course, for coming on. Yeah, what's, uh, we're going on a break now, aren't we, Bray? Yep, so we're going on two weeks break. Uh, we'll be back, back for 2020, we'll bigger be and better. We'll be back early January. Yeah, bigger um, and better guests. But yeah, thanks for listening to the Centre Wicket Podcast on Sport FM 91.3. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. But for now, it's goodbye.